Welcome to episode four of the Favour the Fundamentals podcast. Here with Harry again. Uh, we've got a few subjects to go over this week. First one being the new regulation of calories in or on menus in is it restaurants and bars, takeaways, over 250 staff. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so we're going to go over that, go over sort of our thoughts on it, um, what we think about the new regulation. And then also we got some questions over on Instagram that we're also going to go over as well. So we've picked a couple each of the best ones. Um, but yeah, so obviously what's happened in the last few days is a new regulation has been put in place in terms of any restaurant, pub or uh, takeaway with over 250 staff in England has to now put their calories on the menus. Um, so Harry, if you want to sort of give your thoughts on it first and then I'll... Uh, in a very, it. very selfish way. It make, makes my life easier. Um, in a very selfish way, that mate. It, yeah, very, very, selfish. very selfish way. It does make my life easier for myself. Makes my job a little bit easier uh, as a coach as well, I feel like. But then... I don't know, it's a weird weird one to look at, isn't it, really? Because it's a very biased opinion from either side. And I don't think there is uh, one just balanced opinion. Um, Well, obviously, you can balance an opinion by saying, oh, you understand the other side. But if you prefer it, you prefer it. And that's like sort of the end of the line with it, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think it is, it is one of them where, it, where it can go one or two ways. And you know, from Instagram, you've probably seen you've got so many people saying that they're for it, so many people saying they're against it. Um, you know, um, what I mean, you personally, if you had to say your sort of outweighing opinion, what, what would it be? Would you be for or against, would you say? I'll, I'll go into mine after and then we can have a debate about it if, if we have to anyway. Um, again, selfish standpoint, but I'm all for it because it's. I've never really struggled with eating myself, never really had anyone around me. So I am probably a little bit blind to the effects that it can actually have on people. Because I feel like if you've not experienced firsthand or seen it happen firsthand, then it's something that's actually sort of hard to relate to, um, especially because I've always enjoyed food. Uh, as Seth's seen from the past picture that he's seen the, for the first time earlier, well, and me, to be fair. Yeah, like I've never struggled eating food. I've enjoyed food. So it's not something I could always be mindful when going in, and it realistically just helps me. Um, and at the minute, I don't think I have any clients that do struggle with it either. So, again, it's not something that's um, involved in my life, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, like, I think... My my main point would be the point of ignorance more than anything when um, people like you would say you know they want to uh, that you know benefits them but then what obviously what you said there is because you don't know anyone who that that was the word I was struggles. looking for I'm yeah to the effects that it can have on other people no but yeah but I was saying in your way you've kind of even though you probably are for it because of your life but you also have, have self admittedly said that. Um, that may be an ignorant approach because you understand it could be a difficulty for other people. So, you know, for myself, I actually have a few clients who definitely struggle with their relationship with food and have done in the past. Um, And I kind of, you know, I I went through sort of a binge eating stage massively. um, And then a stage at the other end of the extreme where calories were seen as like, uh, you know, demonized in a way. Um, I mean, my stand on it is, 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 
purely, uh, I'd say 90-10, maybe 80-20 against. Um, the main reasoning behind this is is due to the fact that, yes, you know, we've we've seen everyone's seen the obesity stats, especially in the UK. Yes, there is a you know a somewhat obesity pandemic, and yes, people need to be healthier, eating. However, you know, to 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 counteract that, there is better ways to educate people than just to put calories in in the faces of people when they may be just on a on a out for a nice meal. You know, it could be their birthday. It could be um, a wedding. It could be some some sort of family related thing, and then you know when they're there, I would usually say a restaurant is a time where you shouldn't. Obviously, this depends how high high you are in your chosen discipline, bodybuilding, you know, athletics, whatever. Or if you just want to stay on your weight loss track, I think it's a great tool to have to to to, to fit your calories in. But what I would say is that you know. I'm sure, you know, you've probably done this yourself, Harry, like in the past, say if you've ordered a takeaway, say if you've gone out for a meal, most places, specifically the places with over 250 staff, you will be able to find all the nutritional information online anyway. Yeah, but it's easy. Most big places. Easy yeah, of course, of course it's easier. But then why why have this easier option, which may... Oh, no, sorry. I was, I was agreeing with your point that oh, right, yeah. they're online, it's easy to ignore, where if it's in your face... Like as soon as you open a menu, you've got no option other than to look at it. Yeah, but I would I would also say that you know some of the people that are maybe um, you know clinically obese who who have been doing these bad healthy you know eating patterns for for years on end and who've been been eating shit for you know twenty thirty years is having calories on a menu really going to change that? Because I you know I um went for a stage of, of, of eating and not being mindful of calories. Not even, most people don't even know what calories are, let alone, you know, what they do and how, how they work. So do you really think that because we've put calories on menus now, you're going to get clinically obese people going in and feeling, oh, that, that, that salad's a thousand calories. I can't eat that. That burger's 2000 calories. I can't eat that because when I was overweight, I never was mindful of any calories. I didn't care. So it also comes down to yes, it's helpful for people like us in the industry who have um, healthy relationships with food, but then what you're doing at the same time is putting people at risk who have bad eating problems, potential eating disorders from the past by seeing that and not allowing them to enjoy themselves when they may be out for, you know, family meals and stuff like that. The, the that's option kind of should be there, shouldn't it? Really? Yeah, I said the option. Yeah, yes, but I so was well, like, there should be two menus as, as daft as it sounds. No, no, I agree. I think the problem that you probably find with that is most places wouldn't want to pay more for more printing. Like as stupid as it sounds, it is another cost. But what I would say is, um, I put a story about this the other day when, when I first saw it came out and a few people replied like there should be an option, which I completely agree with. But what I would also say is there should be an option in terms of like a calorie menu and a non-calorie menu, like you said. But I, I don't think... Macro breakdown in my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, people like us, yeah, it makes it fucking easier. But I, I also think as well, the so say you sat down at a restaurant, say the, the waiter waitress comes over to you and they're like, oh, they shouldn't, say if there was two options, I wouldn't advise them saying, would you like the calorie option or non-calorie option? They just give you a normal menu, but then you know that if you really want the calorie menu, you can ask for that, but they don't advise you to do it, if that makes sense. I think that'd be the best way to go about it. Yeah, yeah, should be your option to if you want to see them, yes or no. Yeah, it shouldn't be forced, yeah. forced on you. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, the the option shouldn't be placed on you as to where you feel under pressure either. If you want it, you ask for it in a way. 
I get what you mean yeah. there because imagine yeah. you sat at a table with all your mates uh, and then you're going around the table and then some people don't like to talk about their eating disorders and things like that that they struggle with and then you're out for a mate's birthday everyone gets the calorie menu and you decide oh you don't want to then it's obviously either you're opening up about why you don't want to or you've got to get the calorie menu and then you, you're like, obviously stuck in that position where you can see all the calories yeah i think that could you know come with problems as well but i think like like i said for, for most of these places like any place that has over 250 staff you go online i can guarantee you'll be able to find nutritional information i've ordered like takeaways ordered food um you know gone out for food before where i've literally planned out what i'm eating because i'm of my chosen phase you know the gaining or the or the, the, the dieting phase, and, and I've had to do that anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure you have. I mean, some people could even class that as an eating disorder because I don't think I've gone out to a restaurant in about probably, other than when I'm on holiday, probably about a year and a half without looking at the menu before just to decide sort of what I'm going to eat unless I already you do know. that now? Yeah, still do. I still yeah, that's do. mental, mate, because I, I probably have been for like, I, I go to a restaurant like probably once every few weeks because I just love going out of food. I not really in a gaining phase because I've got my one-off plan. Yeah, in a dieting phase, obviously, it's different. Again, it's how serious you are. But then I'll have clients, right, who will literally come to me and they'll say, oh, I'm going out for my... We're going to an Italian restaurant on my granddad's birthday on the weekend. And for the most part, I, I'll just say, yeah, just get what you want. Because realistically, the, the amount of food they would actually have to eat to gain anything and to put anything in place, I just feel like a, a, a restaurant for a, for a meal out, for a birthday, things like that should be celebrated. And you, sh- this is where life comes into play. Um, and there's definitely ways around it. Obviously, it depends. You know, if you're going away for a weekend and you're on a diet phase, yes, you may want to implement things. But if you're going to have one meal for someone's fucking birthday, I feel like just enjoy yourself at that, that time. If that makes sense. Yeah, I advise to pick something with some protein in. But that is literally the length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's standard. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Just it's just because, the calories in it. Yeah, just because I like. If you're gonna get a, obviously, if you don't like it, then there's no choice. But if you're gonna get pasta, get like something with get, a bit get of some meat in or chicken. something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do agree with that stage. Yeah. Uh, um, just so because if you're replacing a meal, I guess on a meal plan, you you're usually replacing a meal that should have protein in in a way. Yeah. It, um, I would yeah, so I would usually do like the just replace the, the last meal of the day, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and obviously, if you're doing your plans right, realistically, every meal should have some level of protein in it. Yes. So it would mainly just be all right, just have what you want, but just choose something which has got at least some uh, macros that you can hit specifically, you know, protein. Um, because let's be fair, if you're going out to an Italian carbs, won't be an issue, will they? No. Um, so just be picking something which which you know has a good good uh, protein content but yeah i think my yeah so my views are, are mainly against i can see the benefits for and against but i, I probably weigh more to the against side just because I've, i have clients who who and i have had had clients who, who have had um you know past eating disorders not current but just not you know not even eating disorders just a, an iffy relationship with food and calories and stuff because of social media and what everything portrays um so I think, yeah, that, that's kind of my my main verdict on it, if that makes sense. Yeah. To be fair, I, I have had, I guess, eating disorders in a way, but not related to uh, 
eating food, if that makes sense. Like, that's never been an issue, eating too much food. I guess binge eating. I don't know whether you class that as an eating disorder by dropping, you know, your calories way too low. Yeah, of course you do. I mean... And then also, at some points, I did probably, it was bulimic as well, where I just made myself throw up food. Um well, that's definitely an eating disorder. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, 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 not even, that's not even on the fucking... Yeah, but I don't uh, know whether that was, again, to do with... Really to do with calories, in a way. Yeah, but eating disorders aren't to do with calories. They're, 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 they're to do with having a relationship with food because you don't want to... You know, Potentially, you overeat binge because you have... you know, Because you're sad, because you're sad about the way you look, and that's how you get comfort, which is what I used to do. Potentially, you under-eat because you want to look a certain way. You feel like skinny is the only way that people are going to respect and appreciate you. So it doesn't just come down to calories. It just comes down to like um, how, 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 someone wants to, how someone feels about, about their body, isn't it really? Or, or their yeah. mind. Um, just from my experience, I could eat an apple or I could eat a pizza and no matter what, it was coming up. So that, I guess that's what I meant. It's, it weren't really about the content of the food. It was just food itself that I struggled with. Yeah, but that's just really probably just because you maybe didn't like the way you looked at the time. Um, well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that could be classed as a... Well, I think eating disorder kind of gets thrown around easily, but let's just say, like, you previously had a negative relationship with food. It's easy. Because I, I didn't have an eating disorder. It wasn't like... I'm not going to claim it was as bad as a lot of people's are, but I definitely had a, a relationship with food which wasn't healthy because I used food as a way of comfort when when... I had, you know, mental health, mental health issues. Um, so you, you would say that, that yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a byproduct of something else. Not yeah. Well, that really, mine was, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, it's not directly relating to, I guess, eating disorders in general are sort of a byproduct of some sort of mental, mental health issue. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it is a side of a mental illness in itself, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so. Option should be there, and I think the option shouldn't be forced onto you. It should be your option to go up and pick it. I think you, you yeah, if you that. want it, go up and ask. That's, I think, what we're kind of get, get away from this. Uh, um, do you have any views of your own? Obviously, I like to hear them. I like to have a debate. So, drop me a message if you've you know, got any views that are different to, to what we've been said because I like hearing other people's. I think it's quite interesting. Um, yeah, they're wrong though. So whatever they say, they are wrong. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're not the same view as us, then you're wrong with anything. So just remember, we've that. literally just solved the issue right there and then. So yeah. if you come out with something else, you're wrong. Yeah, just yeah, remember that. So if you mess with you are you are wrong. But um, we'll still listen anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll go on some. Do you want to go on to some questions we got off Instagram now? Yeah, do you want me to ask the first one, or are you going for it? Uh, yeah, you can go for the first one. All right. So, just a, a light, easy one. Uh, something may have mentioned before, but not directly, is what gym accessories would you recommend? So, what sort of gym kit would you buy for yourself? And not kit as in equipment. Okay. What's so, in your gym bag? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, again, this is going to be subjective to my to someone's training style, but for, I'll just say for me. So, obviously, I'm training for hypertrophy, for, you know, for build muscle. So, for me... Uh, the the main things that I, I, I use, I can only, in terms of attachments, I have a, I have, you know, I have cuffs, um, reasoning behind that to take direct impact off other areas to target the muscle a little bit better to free the joints, free range of movement motion. Um, I have, 
You are? Quick question. You know, you said cuffs, sort of because they're directly relating to hypertrophy. Uh, do you know yeah. powerlifters, do they actually do any sort of like, form of fly movement or anything like that? Yeah, so I... Well, cuffs take away some of the stress on... Well, they take away stress in the joints. If you're doing a, a fly, say a clavicular cable fly, if you're doing it with uh, cuffs around the elbow compared to holding D handles is going to take away a lot of the pressure on joints and, you know, on the forearm, on the wrist. Yeah. Um, there is better. I don't, I don't, people, I don't but... actually, I, you know, I like we spoke about before, I'm, I'm very uneducated on powerlifters. It's not my forte, but I know that a few of them do do sort of, um, they might do a pec deck and stuff like that, but I, I rarely see them do much cable work. But again, that's my uneducated. Yeah. So well, if they do a fly or even just a, like a dumbbell lateral raise, um, maybe a cuff can actually help them as well with if they have any joint issues or whatever. Yeah, potentially. Like, well, that's a good point, actually, because, like, you know, if someone gets, um, you know, say if they've got a um, an injured wrist, you know, a broken wrist, and, and you can still train with a cuff because it's perfect because it takes the wrist out of play. I know a lot of people who've had, you know, quite bad arthritis and stuff like that yeah. um, who have used a, a cuff because it helps them to align and attack the muscle without putting direct pressure on their injured body part um so I'd, I'd always recommend cuffs i mean like for, for for certain movements anyway um you know flies lateral raises i think they're great um you know pullovers that sort of thing again um second thing would be some wrist straps uh i think if you are a if you're training for hypertrophy like there is no reason you shouldn't use wrist straps on every single pulling movement well, that's just a fact. I was confused whether you said wraps or straps then. Um, Wait, it's straps. Yeah, straps. Yeah, yeah. It is straps, yeah. But yeah, wraps. Yeah, wraps, yeah. Um, it, on, like, there is, realistically, there's no reason you shouldn't be using them on every pulley movement when you're... No, no, I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. Like, and then, you know, you see people on TikTok, like, yeah, but you don't get forearm strength that way. It's like, why would I care? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I do not care. About still... still still in play, right, but I just well, don't want yeah. my... I don't want my bicep and my forearm to come into play before my back. Yeah, you know if, I mean? you, if you use straps, you are not going to get a huge back and tiny forearms. Yeah. Last thing I'll have with mine is I've got a... Oh, I mean, I don't actually have one, but the, the gym does. Uh, like a gym pin, they're always great. Um, well, the gym, my gym doesn't actually at the moment. I need to buy one. But gym pins are always great if you mass up machines, but then that's not... that's. Here, yeah, that's all relative to your yeah strength. yeah again that's I'm just talking about me personally what I need and then I also have like a a D handle bar because I think they're great well they're uh, from from Jim Pin or just a, in general I know they do them oh uh, no I believe Seth's internet has uh, died on us here which is not great because he is just fucking frozen on my screen. Let me pause. I'm back, come back. Oh, you are back. Did really? you hear what I said? No idea, mate. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> I get them. Um, for, I got them from a guy on Instagram for like the price. Uh, they're brilliant because you can just, like, on its pull down movements, you can align them with your anatomy, align them from where the lats drive down. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it for mine. I don't really have many attachments that I need. Uh, keep, you know, Keyword to remember, key thing to remember. I do deadlifts. I do SLDL, and there is not one belt being mentioned there. So or chalk. It's right. Chalk's not too bad, but yeah, not not one belt I did mention there at all. 
chalk's powerlifters though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I mean to be fair, chalk's actually pretty I used to use chalk when I was younger for deadlifts, and that's pretty good. Um, um oh, fucking hell. This fucking internet's gone to absolute wank. Two minutes, let me pause it. Oh. Yeah, uh, sorry about that. A bit of um, Wi-Fi issues. You won't yeah. have even noticed because we paused it. Yeah, so. little do you know, it's like 20 minutes between. Um, but yeah, so gym accessories, they're like my main four, the only ones I take with me. Um, Harry, have you got any sort of different ones that you take to the gym at all? Uh, I have wrist wraps as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just because I actually do have a struggle, like stacking my joints, and then I bend my wrist on pressing movements like an absolute amateur. But... I do it, so I use the pieces of, I guess, kit I have available to not have that sort of stress placed on my wrist. Yeah, they're pretty good, um, especially if you're putting unnecessary pressure on your wrist during a pressing movement. Um, I think I think they could be very valuable. Um, but yeah, pretty simple. Uh, don't need to don't rely on anything too much, but there is certain things. Like rely on your straps. Or... I'd say rely on your straps. Yeah, but if you're doing a pull session and your goal is hypertrophy, as I said, there's actually no reason not to be using straps with pulling movements. Um, but yeah, I think the main ones. Uh, do you want me to do one of mine? Yeah, yeah. You go ahead, mate. You'll you'll love this question. Uh, uh, what what are your favourite films? <sighs> so anyone that doesn't actually know, which I feel like most of you will anyway, Seth is an absolute film. Critic, basically, yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna, I'll tell you, I'm gonna be setting up my, yeah, but I'll be, uh, yeah, I am gonna be setting up my own account. Um, so yeah, are you gonna start? Favorite? Are you gonna start on this one? Are you gonna just throw me into deep end? No, no, I'll throw you into deep end, but I've already got my top five here waiting. You well, know. Yeah, that's why you've just set me up for failure, really, aren't you? Um, top. Top three because they don't have to be in order. They don't have to be in order. Yeah, right. I can't think of five unless I just chuck all the Harry Potter films at you. Um, no, no, because I I've got a like if if it's I hmm, actually no, you can only use one of them. If you right. want. Definitely Hallow oh. Part Two. Yeah, that was a good film. No, I think that's the last one. You just gotta you just gotta say it's the best. Yeah, well, it, no, I think uh, I think uh, Prison of Azkaban was the best by far. In terms of a film. I actually really enjoy that is my favourite one, but I don't know if, if I'm gonna sit down and watch one Harry Potter. And yeah, I agree. But you know, if you compare like Chamber of Secrets to Prison of Azkaban, the different it was like it went from like a, a kid's film almost to like a genuine great like thriller almost in the third one. Yeah. But yeah, if you can tell me I can just watch one Harry Potter, it's gonna be definitely Alice Part Two. And that's sort of what I'm basing this list off. Um Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Okay, I'm gonna to have to end this now. <laughs> uh, not, I think I've already seen like the first, and I just thought this is the you know, Fast and Furious Eight. Oh my! I'm God. joking. I just <laughs> just wanted a reaction. Knew okay. it get a reaction. So one. Yeah, see, I've only seen Fast and Furious One. It was like so. <laughs> it's not me at all. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think it's anyone unless you like absolutely love cars. The Tokyo one's pretty decent, though. I don't care. Can you tell me your next one, please? Um, yeah, well, I'm stalling whilst I'm trying to think. So if you let uh, me just... Yeah, you've got like a three that you could like list off. That is so bad. No, not really. Um, Lilo and Stitch. 
actually hate you. Right, can I, do you want me to say mine? You want to say yours, so go ahead and say yours, mate. Well, this mine gets flipped about a bit because I do take this quite seriously, so just bear that in mind. Um, however, oh, um, go on. Star Wars number three. I haven't seen them in like years. I watched them when I was younger, I really liked them, but I, I can't say it. Which one's that? Is it Empire Strikes Back? Is it Revenge of the Sith? Ah, oh, fucking no. This is really bad. That's why I said number three. It is Revenge of the Sith. I don't know why I'm saying that. It is. I actually quite I like that. I remember seeing that in the film in uh, cinemas when I was like seven or something. I don't know what it was. Um, right, so this gets up right, this. And you would have been seven. You're an old bastard, you. I know. I would have been four. Um, well, I'd have been six then. Yeah, I'd have been six, not seven. Um, so fifth at the moment, I've got No Country for Old Men. Never heard of it. It's like one of the best films of all time. But but I'm not just saying that as like an opinion. It's one of the highest reviewed films of all time. It's great. Um, it's a Coen Brothers film, western thriller, unreal. I don't even like western films. Number four is uh, Shutter Island. Yep, I've only heard of it because of you. It's you never heard of Shutter Island, the Leo, Di- Leo DiCaprio one. <laughs> no, mate, I've never heard of it. Okay. Number three is Get Out. You've got to get out. Only because of you. God, you, you're a sad, sad man who lives under a rock. <laughs> I just uh, know Lilo and Stitch is one of my favourite films. Like, yeah. You're like a nine-year-old, mate. <laughs> uh, number two is The Dark Knight. If you say you haven't heard of that, then you are taking the piss now. Oh, yeah, of course I have. Have you watched it, yeah? Yeah, of course I have. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant, isn't it? That's number two. And then number one is, it is cheating, but it's a trilogy, is Lord of the Rings, the trilogy. You can't call me sad and then say Lord of the Rings is number one. Mate, you've never even heard of Shutter Island. Shut up, your number one was like Transformers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having that at all. Lilo and Stitch and Transformers. I told you. You realise you are above the age of seven, don't you? I put that Optimus Prime clip on right before Top Setter a Hack Squat. Just... I actually hate you. <laughs> I'll have to joke you. It just gets me, just uh, gets me right in the good headspace for Top Setter a Hack. I don't want to speak about films with you anymore. You're depressing. <laughs> uh, you want your questions then? Um, so, we're, we're going to change the question up a little bit uh, and answer both sides of it. But how to improve appetite when dieting? And then we're going to add slash gaining on there as well, just just for that little All bit. Right, do, do you want to do? Do you want to do one and then I'll do the other? Well, you can do gaining because I'm gaining right now. My appetite's absolutely shit. So you can tell me. You'd hire me, mate. <laughs> um, so, what I, there's, there's many things you can go over when it comes to uh, you know, struggling with with hunger, struggling to get food down when you are in a gain phase. Sometimes it may just get to a point after pushing for so long, after pushing calories for a certain amount of time, um, where where the, the amount of food you can actually just put in does just halter, which is very normal. No one can just push. I mean, how many are you on? 4,600 or so? 700. Um, yeah, okay. about there. Just that for you can't just push that for six months. You just wouldn't be able to do it. The normal person, uh, especially someone your body weight as well. What are you like sixty kg or something? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, <laughs> so it is going to be hard to put highest today, there. actually. 78.85. Unit, mate. So it is going to be hard to like to push that over a certain period of time. So what I would do with clients myself is if a client does hit a point where, you know, appetite does become a real issue, we might enter a resensitization phase. So what that would do is bring the, the volume in terms of the training down to maintenance, uh, prioritize sleep and recovery for a good couple of weeks, and then also bring the foods down to a maintenance level as well. Um, what that's going to do is resensitize the appetite, resensitize the training volume, uh, because it could be a thing where, and again, assuming that your foods are high is going to be a point where your volume is probably quite high in terms of your training as well. So recoverability could be an issue there because your, you know, your sleep might be getting battered. Um, so it could be many things. Could be a sign, but usually what I would, you know, put in place when someone's hit the absolute peak of, 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 of well, what's the word? Not hunger. What is the word? Of fullness per se. I've not been able to get anything down. Well, it's not the peak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the peak of low appetite. Um, I'll usually just put in place a resensitization phase to bring everything down to maintenance until one until step forward to take no one step back to take two steps forward in a way. Yeah, you see it all the time, don't you? And it's not just like in um, lifestyle guys and, and, and girls, it's, it's people of many, many disciplines. Once they push it, you know, bodybuilders and stuff like that, um, it is that thing where there will only be a certain amount you can push through before having to take a step back. Yeah. Um, off-plan meals, I think that they can help in a, in a gaining phase as well. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I always do, I don't know what you do with your class, I just do one a week. If someone's in a position where they are having quite slow, you know, well, even anyone in a gaining phase, I'll just do sort of one off-plan a week and that'll help to get the calories up. Um, but if, if it does get to a certain point, I, I hear of people, not something I do with myself, but I hear of many people go into like three or four off-plans a week just to get their, the, the calorie amount in. But at that point, you are just, probably getting fat really aren't you, you know what i mean I, I, I think I'd, I'd maybe push to two but then maybe control what well it depends what off plan you have doesn't it yeah because i used to do home ones sometimes you know where i just do like a home like i just do like a like a i did like homemade burgers or like a steak and stuff like that if you're having just stuff like that where it's, it's high in calories but it's, it's decent food then it's a bit different because you could just count an off plan as macro tracking as well do you know what i mean like, it doesn't necessarily have to be a domino. It doesn't have to be a Chinese. It can just be a controlled off-plan as well. So it, it just depends what off-plan spectrum, off, off spectrum we're talking Yeah, most people off-plans, though, is going out for food or having a takeaway, I guess. So that's yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I pushed maybe... It was like three or four. I guess maybe I pushed two if one's sort of, like, controlled. Um, not controlled, maybe from home. One, the one. Uh, other one, you can just sort of get your protein have you know what you like um so if in like a domino's pizza i'm pretty sure it's like oh like 150 grams of protein in like a big one isn't there? yeah well I, i'm a i think i don't know uh but mr ben bray bans us from um domino's why because they're just like so many calories aren't they you just don't get a lot a lot from them the thing is though like do you know what, right? Whenever I have a Domino's, I just feel awful. It's the same as Chinese. Like, I just feel the, the amount of salt in them. I'm waking up in the middle of the night feeling like ET. You know what I mean? Like, just dry and just, like, proper dehydrated all over. So I just don't really like having them as well. I have a proper English-Chinese, though, so... Ch nah, Chinese are dead. Like, not Chinese people. Just to clarify. <laughs> just to clarify. Uh, 
Chinese, I just, I just I like Chinese food. Like, I, like, I really like Chinese restaurants. I just don't like, it's because of sodium, the usual Chinese takeaways in it. You get it with like a lot of burger places as well. It just, do you know what I mean? Like I feel so dehydrated one period of time. Um, so I just tend to, to shy away from Domino's and stuff and Chinese. I, I unlimited drink. Can have, can have as much as you want, mate. You never get dehydrated. Yeah, but you say that though, but like you have like a chow mein, how much salt, or you have like a, a Domino's lot, like a 12 inch or whatever. The amount of sodium is on there. You're going to be feeling it for a day or two. Yeah, that's why I said five guys, mate. Unlimited drink with every bite of your uh, burger. You get a, a new. I'm not going to again. Yeah, but you, you can't order five guys though, can you? So it's just awkward. Not if you live outside of Chef, I guess. Like mid middle of Chef. Oh, can you order it? Uh, you can get it on Deliveroo and shit, I think. From like, if you live in the middle of all though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you live like in, in a city centre. Because. Yeah. Sheffield City Centre is dead though, isn't it? So like Leeds City Centre, there's a lot more like housing around the five guys and shit like that. Yeah, well, Leeds City Centre, the, the size of Leeds City Centre compared to Sheffield City Centre is mad. Like, I remember going out like nights out with Leeds when I was younger and the distance, you know, from one place to the other. They say with Manchester as well, it's ridiculous. Like, Sheffield City Centre is really small. No, it's just dead, mate. It's shit. No, I know it is small. Like, if you look at the size of the City Centre, there's not really much going on, is there? Yeah, but that's because it's dead. Like we've got like. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the size is small. You compare it to like Manchester, it's ridiculous. Uh, obviously Manchester. I don't know about Leeds. I fucking couldn't tell you because. Well, Leeds Leeds is massive centre as well. Yeah. Um. What was the question again? Appetite, and then you did gaining. Is yeah. that you for gaining then? Yeah, I mean, there's there's several things you could do. I mean, again, it just comes down to adding a little bit of cardio. I guess that's that's a nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, expenditure is always going to help. Um, you know, doing little things for digestion, such as after a meal, going out for a 10-minute walk, you know, around the block, that's always going to help aid the digestion to, to help, you know, increase the, the hunger for, for later on, especially if you have to eat, you know, because a lot of people don't have a lot of time. So if, say, if they have to get it down in, like, a few meals throughout the day and they have to eat in quite short bursts, you know, every hour or two, yeah. you're not going to be hungry. So a good thing to do would be just go outside, walk around for 10 minutes. Um, That'll aid the digestion that's there. I can't yeah. remember the last time I was hungry. I'm hungry all the time, mate, to be fair. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I had this morning? Uh, a salmon bagel with Philadelphia cheese on it. It was unbelievable. You're, you're, you're too bougie, you, mate. Do you know what I had last night? <laughs> I, I told, did I tell you I had an off-plan last night? Well, you didn't, but you can all tell right. me. I had a... <laughs> you, you ready for this? <laughs> it was a bit ridiculous. I had um, five jalapeno cheese balls. Yeah. Uh, what did I have now? Um, a New York double burger, you know, like gherkins, mustard, cheese, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, a cheeseburger, like it's just a singular burger, um, a large fries, and then a large fries and cheese um, as well. Where did you go? What? Where did you go? I don't know. Let me find the name of it. It was somewhere in, it was somewhere in Sheffield. It was really nice, actually. Uh, it was called Big Daddy Burger. <laughs> I don't know where it is, but it was, it was it was it's on a it's near town. It's on the Wicker, but it was really good, really good. Um, I've got an off plan tomorrow, so what are you gonna have? Fuck knows, honestly, fuck knows. I'm going to cinema, so probably just some shit. It's entertainment, probably. Five what, guys. What, 
What are you saying, mate? The Morbius, the new Marvel. Oh, one. don't. Have you seen the reviews? Yeah, apparently it's naff. Apparently it's like the way that... I mean, Jared Leto is pretty terrible in everything he is. In. Like, the only film I can say he's been good in is, is um, uh, American Psycho. Um, and apparently it's awful. Like, apparently like, the reviews are so bad for Morbius. It's got 16%, mate, on the old Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. But Why are you even going to see that? We have also previously just touched on my taste in films and which my is horrendous. Mental age. You'll probably like it. You'll probably like <laughs> it. <don't> you? <laughs> yeah, my mental age. come out like, oh, that's the best film I've ever seen. <laughs> mental age um, of a nine year old. Yeah, that is true. I, third, I think Anna's favorite film is like grown ups. So she's like, same as you. You probably. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like that sort of shit. Um, oh, not that bad. Grown ups is, is funny though. It's shit, mate. It's shit. <laughs> so I, do you know what? Adam Sandler, like, I used to love his films. I still do some of them. But you know when you watch back? Did you ever watch that Jack and Jill? No. That was categorically the worst film I've I ever seen. I do like, is it Big Daddy? No, Big Daddy's good. It's yeah. older. Like, have you seen Happy Gilmore, the golf one? Yeah, yeah. Not for a while. That's class. That's funny. That's actually a good film. But some of the stuff he's done is, are awful. Um, Like Jack and Jill. And uh, what are the other ones now? can't remember but yeah terrible um anyway, a tangent me... again mate diet yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you want to go into the dieting um appetite when dieting so obviously this will be sort of i don't know i guess some people struggle straight away but as food decreases throughout a dieting phase it can be a lot more difficult to stick to um so then how i would approach that is again i think walking after your food to help digestion, but more in relation to just getting out that mindset of wanting food. So I don't know about you, but I always eat a meal and want something sweet afterwards. So if I go no, on a walk... I'm, I'm opposite. I eat a meal and I want another meal. Yeah, if I if I go to like... If I go on a walk for 10 minutes after I've eaten, then it's just, I just sort of forget about food. And I feel like that's more of a mental aspect of it. Um. Yeah, yeah. I, one thing I did forget to mention, obviously, what you can cover in dieting as well, um, in gain, is just picking picking food options which are, you know, higher in calories for, for a lower volume, um, such as things that you might want to increase your fats. Obviously, if people didn't know that, you know, per gram of fat, there's nine grams per, per gram, uh, nine calories per gram. Uh, but then, gram per gram, yeah. Nine, nine <laughs> calories per gram. Then, you know, with carbs and, and protein, you've got four, so maybe you might look at increasing your fats if, if hunger is really becoming an issue. And then you can go into, you know, vice versa with that as well. Yeah. So obviously the opposite to that, you eat, you've lost, you've scrambled my brain saying that just as I was about to say it. So I don't want to say this wrong. Yeah, sorry, high volume of low calorie foods. Just yeah, low calorie dense foods. Yeah. yeah. Low calorie dense food. You, you proper scrambled my head when I was charged. But yeah, basically add a lot of volume to each meal through low calorie foods um, which is like i guess a lot of greens um more lean sort of uh protein well, i mean yeah a few options like you got yeah, obviously veg yeah Greek uh, yogurt's a great one yeah um lean just protein, loads of them, meats so that's like five percent or five percent beef mints instead of like what is it 15 i ain't touched 15, 20, yeah. um turkey mints that's like two percent fat and you get a lot of volume for a low amount of calories with turkey mints. Don't know if you've ever tried that. It's, it's so boring, the turkey mints, don't you think? If you if you if you roll it up into like meatballs, though, it's pretty decent. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's all right. I am... Um, and then satiating foods. So foods that are actually filling. So some foods are more filling than others. I think, is it yeah. white potatoes that top the satiating chart? Yeah, well, I mean, that's a good point, actually. Like, thinking about uh, <laughs> if your calories are made up of, like, <laughs> granola and peanut butter, then you're probably doing something wrong in a dieting phase. Yeah. Um, you know, you want things like... Not that there's anything wrong with a little bit of peanut butter. Oh, no, no. I just mean, like, you look at <laughs> the amount of food you are getting per calorie. You, you want to make sure that the calories you're consuming are going to be filling. So you've got potatoes, you've got rice, you've got lean meats, you've got Greek yogurt. Um, potatoes are obviously a great option. I think another thing that I didn't mention in the gaining side of it is actually having foods that are digestible as well. Yeah. Like, if, you, if you're having foods that your body can't digest for whatever reason, you know, a lot of people have digestive issues, you know, IBS, gluten-free, celiac, that sort of thing. Make sure that you are, you are having foods that work with your digestion, i.e. if you are shitting more than three times in a day, you're probably not digesting your food correctly. That's just a fact. So I think that's going to be important as well. If you're eating foods you're not going to digest, you are going to feel more full because your body takes longer to digest those foods. Shall I go on to my next question? Just because it sort of touches, again, on calories. Um, yeah. So I guess maybe appetite, you can relate back to this. So then it would be <coughs> macro tracking versus a meal plan. Okay. So do you want me to start this one? Uh, I think the, the main point is that there's not one right or wrong way to do either. No, it's just whatever you, whatever you prefer. Yeah, and that they both have uh, pros uh, and cons. Yeah. Notice, yeah. Like for me, you know, say from my point of view, I've, I've always preferred having a meal plan just because I, I, I simply put, I just can't be bothered to track my food all day when I'm so busy as it is. Um, I've got clients, again, I've got clients who prefer a meal plan, who prefer having foods day to day so they don't have to track themselves. Maybe they're not experienced in tracking food themselves. Um, so it works much you know, better in their favor if they are busy throughout the day and they want to eat the same thing. But then I've also got clients who have been tracking for a while and they just prefer to track the foods themselves, which again, is absolutely fine. However, there is a big difference between calorie tracking and macro tracking. If your coach has set you macros and calories, make sure you are abiding to the macros as well as the calories. You know, because most people think, oh, as long as the calories are matching, I can just get them in from wherever. Macro tracking and calorie tracking are, are a different thing. Yeah, I guess some, I guess I've set some people literally just pure starting on, I guess they don't really want a full transformation in a way but want more of a, a lifestyle change and how they look at food and getting started in the gym and then they've some i've got started some clients on this and then they develop more into a meal plan and macro tracking i think, I think most people do like most people just the more they track the we'll easier it gets set them on a, a calorie and a protein goal to start with some of them because if you if you they want to track macros but they have no idea how to track yeah it's, it's experience it, it, it comes down to an experience level of how much tracking stuff you've done before um, which will dictate as to which approach is best for you. But if you are quite lazy like me and you can't be able to do it yourself because you have so many other things, meal plans are just quite beneficial. But again, if you're one of them people who likes eating different things every day, then macro tracking, calorie tracking can, can also be beneficial. So it's like Harry said, there's there's um, pros and cons for, for each really. I think, I think depending on the goal is a big thing as well. Because um, obviously if you're like me and Seth in the industry, then 
maybe meal plans are a little bit better because they're a little bit more, um, well, one, they're just easier. We can sort of stick to it. I feel like sometimes food is just there for us, you know, to eat instead of well, obviously to eat. enjoyment every time. But I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, like yeah. there for enjoyment in a way. Obviously, we enjoy it, but it's not like we're not picking things for enjoyment. We're picking things for our specific goal and to get it done. Well, I don't know. I, I still pick things that I still want to enjoy some of the meals. I, eat. I know what you mean. It, it does depend on goal and how serious you are. Um I also think as well, the benefits of a meal plan is because you're having the same thing every day, ideally, if your coach is doing something right or if you not if you much about it, those things you are eating every day will be something that's digestible for you. So it will be something that you can have over a long period of time and have no issues. Because I don't know if you've had an issue before, but like, you know, sometimes you'll have clients who, who will macro track and then they, they can run into issues where some days they'll, you know, have major bloating, um, and, uh, you know, upset stomach and stuff like that just because they've had something different which maybe their body can't digest so I, I guess that's a slight con to, to macro tracking if you're yeah used- if, if you're not got the knowledge there to know yeah it's, it's just the knowledge of, of, of knowing what you can have really but I guess for I guess again lifestyle based if you can educate someone on how, on how to track and they track well that could serve a purpose of being more long-term sustainable than a set meal plan in my opinion anyway but again yeah no i i agree it just comes down to what you want and how because obviously obviously when 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 tracking your own macros you have to understand it it, it you, you have to put you know effort into it don't you yeah. you have to you have to do it yourself plan out your days and obviously that you know that does take that does take effort so just just you know wherever your time lies how much time you think you have use that to dictate what you think you should do really um yeah again it's all you're gonna get fed up of us saying this but it is all relative to you and I your think, goals I think we say that like, like every 20 every, times an episode yep, don't we? Yep. every like i guess a photo photo shoot prep is a lot lot better with a meal plan yeah any, anything like that um that's what i was trying to get onto earlier but you interrupted me you prick um when i was on about <laughs> specific goals if you've got like maybe a holiday you want to get ready for in like eight weeks and someone just comes and puts a lot of pressure on you. Having someone that yeah. controls a bit of a meal plan or even a meal plan set like Monday to Friday where... And then you can just track on the weekends. I, I actually do that with some of mine, yeah. Where you're at work and you sort of just eat in lunch, yeah, take of eating lunch instead of cooking it fresh. Yeah, that definitely could work. Um, but yeah, it is just depends on, on on what you want to do with it. Um, all right, I'll do my last question for you, mate. It's quite a good one. One um that I wanted to to basically speak about. Um so what we're looking at at the moment is that we can um so you can only do three movements for the rest of your life. Um they didn't specify a particular muscle group, so I'm assuming it's just all over. So three exercises. For the rest of your life, what are you choosing? So, should I name one? You name one. No, no, you name all three, and then I'll name all three. I don't actually. I don't even know all three. Um, I'll go with a deadlift for my first What's, one. What sort? I'd, I'd have a deadlift, but I'd have an SLDL. Just a pure conventional. No, I'd have an SLDL because then you at least you're hamstring dominant with the hinge. So, you, 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 yeah, I would go with it. So I'm, not gonna have, I'm not gonna have a hamstring curl in there, am I? Yeah, but Seth mentioned this. <laughs> Steph mentioned this question before we started recording. And I said, 
if I had this, I'd be doing it for pure enjoyment because obviously you can make progress, but it's not going to be there. So I just pick movements that I'll enjoy running up. Yeah, but you, you, every movement you had was not a leg based movement. You didn't have any quads in there. Yeah, because again, we discussed this previous, but I can wear joggers for the rest of my life. If I'm only doing three movements, you have to wear joggers for the rest of your life anyway. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so <laughs> I love how you just, I love how you just admitted to that as well. Deadlift, <laughs> just for pure fun. Yeah, they are fun. To be fair, uh, you would be, you would be fucked. Imagine how many times you have to deadlift. Uh, I, I do once a week now for two sets. I'm done completely. Uh, yeah, gym shop flat chest press. So not, not a bench press. Uh, Why would you not have the incline? Because I enjoy the the flat. The gym shop flat one is probably one of my favorite pieces of. I know, but I think you've got to think about you. I guess so. I'm not thinking about how my physique looks at the end of this. I've just told you that it's just for pure enjoyment of what I want to run up. Okay, I'm going to do enjoyment then as well. And then I probably do. See, this this one's where I get a bit like skewy in the middle because I really enjoy a, a, a lion cable cuffed. Crucifix lateral raise. Yeah. Uh, but that also would be physique-based, but I really enjoy it. So I basically, I'm going for boulder shoulders, a big chest, and then just in deadlifts for fun. <laughs> oh, mate, I'm probably torn here. So I'll go... I think, I think I would want some sort of hack in there, like a Cybex or something. Yeah, you're a psycho, mate. That's why. Yeah. I'd have a Cybex. I'd have a... Cybex. Cybex. <laughs> I'd have an SLDL. This is where I'm torn because, okay, I'm just going to get rid of the whole physique development side of it. I don't care about what I look like. I'm going to go with your, your um, I don't even know the word is. I'll go with your baseline in terms of how you're basing it, not on how you're going to look at the end of it. Yeah. I'd pro- Honestly, I'd probably go with. You're telling me what, uh, you're telling me I was going to be fucked, by the way. And so far, you've got Cybex hack. <laughs> Cybex and SLDL <laughs> density session every day. Um, I'd probably go a completely lost it. I'd probably go, mate. You'd have massive quads though. You'd have Cybex hack oh, three times a week. You would be huge. Um, just very bottom heavy. What, what you wearing? Shorts and then like three hoodies. Shorts. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, 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 that's what I'm wearing exactly. Um, I'm going to go. I'd like to do some sort of lap-based movement just because I really enjoy a lap-based movement. So I'd probably do... At the, at the moment, I'm just going to go what I'm really enjoying at the moment. Makes it easier. I'd probably do some sort of D-handle dual pull-down. Uh, more than likely chest-supported. Have you tried the gym shop pull-down? No, we- wait, can we, can we use... Oh, no, no, I'm switching there because I forgot you using brands, aren't you? I use Nautilus Nitro Pulldown. See, I still prefer the Gymshop one. Oh, is that the one they have Ultraflex? Yeah. Oh, is that the... the oh, actually, I, I really like... I, I might have that, you know, because I actually really, really enjoy that whenever I go. Is that a Gymshop one? I didn't know that was Gymshop. I think so. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that, Cybex Hack, and SLDL. That's my three. <laughs> Pretty fair. I'll be very, I'll have a very weird looking physique by the end of it. If I went for a leg one, I'd go for leg extension. Prime. Leg extensions are horrible. 
Oh, this is not enjoyable. I, I, enjoy them. I really enjoy straightening legs, but I don't enjoy leg extensions at all. See, I, I, like they, I feel like, obviously, it's not, I get fucking anxiety before I go jump on a hack, so... Like I'm, if anyone gets anxiety before they go on a hack, like they don't, they're not doing it properly. Yeah, so then I just quite enjoy sitting on a leg extension and killing it. You're probably one of them who goes on your phone whilst on it, just, just kicking, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, swing your legs back and forth. <laughs> swing your legs back just on the phone. <laughs> Uh, no, no I, I, do you know what? I've always said this. <laughs> people are so funny. <laughs> I think, I think leg extension is the singular most painful movement in the gym. But I actually genuinely do. I think it's horrible. So I think taking a leg extension to failure is harder than taking a hat squat to failure. I'm not even joking. In terms of like... <sighs> Pure pain. I'm talking yeah. pure pain. I'm pain, I, yeah. But I that that like when you start shaking on a hack and because you've you've not breathed. Yeah, but do you not think a hack's like well you need to learn to fucking face. brace then, mate? Or uh, your face is pure red on that yeah, last one. Do you not think a hack's like that hack's like painful, but it's really enjoyable because it's so much adrenaline there because it's such a big movement, do you know what I mean? It's different than a, than a leg extension. I just don't really enjoy leg extensions. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're a fucking amazing exercise to get the quad short. Um, and I do them, but I just... I'm a proper sulker. So if I, if a, an exercise doesn't go my way, uh, I sulk. And I don't know if... Oh, yeah, I do say Yeah. I do say I think I think most people are into the gym, do If they yeah. can't so, hit a certain amount. Yeah, so hack squat just pisses me off. Um, oh, I love hack squat, mate. It's, no, uh, I'm, I'm... See, this is where... I had this conversation with um, someone on Instagram um, the other day, and it's legs, yeah. If I hit legs and I get, like, PBs and I'm happy with it, then yeah. I walk out like a, a Greek god. If if a, if a leg session doesn't go well, I'm, I'm in a bad mood for probably the rest of the week. I don't know why. I, I, I know what you mean. I think leg... Uh, you put in... You're basically putting your heart and soul into a hack squat set. If it doesn't go your way, it's not very fun, is it? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's why it pisses me off. But a hack squat, you can fuck up because the bracing's not gone brilliant. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it can be that. I, I don't know. I'm not just saying this. Like, I feel like my hack squat, because I've done it for so long, I just have it nailed now. Mm. In terms of, like, my bracing, just because it's a movement I'm that comfortable with. So I just really enjoy going into it. Yeah, I think, I think, I think I've recently actually had a bit added in just because the, the gym I trained at for a, a long time didn't have one. So now I'm enjoying it. The numbers are going quite well. But sometimes if I fuck up bracing on just one, like... One rep, it sets you off. One rep, yeah, it just irritates me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but yeah. Yeah, have you, got, have you got any more? Or are you happy no, to... No, no, that, that was... That was I, I only, we only chose, like, three each. That was the main one, wasn't it? Yeah. I... I feel like I thought. Yeah, pretty. It. Uh, it was. Not yeah, helped. I'm pretty. I think that's a bit of pretty. I mean, we've definitely waffled on this episode as usual. Um, I feel like we've had the most laughs as well, though. Yeah, well, I got some quite. I told you, I got some. Thank you for the positive feedback. I got quite a few messages from um, the previous one. Anyway, um, so obviously we appreciate that on our side. But other than that, I think we're pretty much done there, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, again, thank you for listening. If you've made it this far into all the waffling shit, if you made it this far, do you think of a word? 
<laughs> I don't know what word it should be. Uh, films. If you made it this far, send me send me message films. All right. Stick on your story. Say films, and then and then we'll know. That you tell Seth it. your top three films in already. Yeah, yeah. If you <laughs> yeah, if you made it this far, put it in your story. I'll send me a message. And then and then we'll know that you're a, you're a listener. Especially with how shit the internet's been on uh, both of mine and Seth's side. This, this yeah, I know. It's very unfortunate. So other than that, yeah, uh, we appreciate all you listening. And if you do have anything you want to speak about in the future, obviously just drop either of us a message. Um, and yeah, we will see you next Friday. Yeah, thank you very much. See you later.